Okay, I'm waiting. Jimmy told me to wait, so we're gonna start talking. Jimmy said, "Jimmy we're said good. this is delayed." We're, we're, I think we're good. We think we're good. We're live, Jimmy. We're live. We're live. Um, Celtics Sixers post game show game two. Josue Pavone, Bobby Manning, well, Jimmy well. Hard Hat Toscano. The, this is Jimmy's equivalent of a broom. He brings it out. I bring out the hard hat <laughs> after it's, a. Series defining when the Sixers are dead. This is the this is the rest in peace hard hat to the Sixers. Yeah, um, I don't think there's any objections there. This team is lifeless, and Bede was bowing his head in the second quarter. I, I I just don't get it. Like they they have a little something. They can put up a fight. They can They're win just a game. They suck like ten seconds ago when we were offline. <laughs> like it's it's crazy. Crazy. Bad, though. you know what it is it's, it's a it's, line bobby it's a little bit of everything they stink but it's also a fortitude thing when things get going in the wrong direction for them that second quarter they just completely capsize and it's game over they didn't have another run in them after the bench took a swipe at them like this team is just from top to bottom, their stars don't have the right mindset. Their coach doesn't know what's going on. Their GM is still a beginner who just completely botched last offseason. If I was a fan of that team, I'd be done at this point. I threw in the towel like a week ago. We have we I told we said we were gonna do it. We have ended the process. Okay. The it Celtics never began. Was, it really I never called, did. The Celtics called, ended the process. I call this the process of elimination. That's oh, what I call this. Oh, 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 yeah, the process of elimination. That's my job. The Celtics came to, to work. Stuff like that. <laughs> I know. Well, I, don't forget, I used to be editor on the digital side. Oh, you're right. So you're I right. got a little bit of that, too. You're right. You can't take <laughs> my, yeah. my cut lines and headlines. But yeah, that's right. right, right. right. You've got to yeah, no, I mean, this, I'm, with, this, I'm with Bobby, though. Yeah, I saw the same thing. I saw the body language from the Sixers just, like, completely just give up. It seemed like they just kept looking at the scoreboard and thinking to themselves, Oh, we're still down. You know what? That's probably it. You know, you see the offensive firepower from the Celtics, and they just look completely defeated. Yeah, yeah. There's and- no doubt about it. And like, it's amazing the way this game started because again, you know, Philly got out hot, uh, did everything. You know, was I mean, first of all, it was the same thing that that happened in Game One: unsustainable shooting, contested shots late in the shot yep, clock. Mid ranges, the mid ranges that you don't expect them to drop all the time. Particularly Embiid, he couldn't freaking miss. And then the Celtics make it only a six point game at the end of the first quarter. And if you're Philly at that point, you have to know you're dead. Like <laughs> that was a bad omen because the, and then when Tatum hits that, that that was the dagger, you know, that that put them down six. But Philly could not have played a cleaner, better quarter. The Celtics weren't hitting. Not only that, they put two fouls on Tatum as well. Two fouls on Tatum in his first rotation at the five-minute mark. He's out, so he doesn't even have a chance—you know—chance to heat up until he comes back in. And every you can't—you go up fourteen and you squander it immediately. Yeah, yeah a little was, bit. Uh, go ahead, Jimmy. No, I was just saying it was, it was similar to the Celtics. How the Celtics got out to that lead, but they couldn't take it to that next level. That was the Sixers, except it was the Celtics who made that come back and totally flipped the script you know in that second quarter into the third quarter there but Jalen Brown came up big in the first when when Tatum you know left for, with injury uh with uh foul trouble you know he did his thing and it just felt like it feels like the Jays the Jays are you know we said it last game but they're just totally coming into their own they're carrying the team you know when one guy is out or or, or not performing the other guy is I thought Kemba was really strong tonight all the way through and you didn't oh, feel like you didn't feel like they were missing Gordon Hayward tonight. I mean, I'm sure they are, but you didn't get that impression. Even when they went down early, like you said, I mean, Embiid was hitting shots that were just unsustainable. And then, like you said, when 
when Tatum hit that buzzer beater in. It was like a deflating moment for the I'm Sixers so to only be upset. Can I say, can I bring up another thing? Yeah, Why no. does Embiid park himself in the post when this if you watch a second of Celtics film I think all four of us could go into a film room and say when the Celtics are going around the screen they're gonna pull up that's their bread and butter and Embiid is just parked in the lane yeah. how many shots did Kemba hit 10 feet from Embiid as he's just yeah. sitting at the basket it's this again, team doesn't have a clue yeah yeah it's uh the Brett Brown has the you know the classic almost like you remember the early days the Pete Carroll face you know like Brett Brown's yeah. got that Going on the sideline, that look of befuddlement and like, <laughs> you know, I don't know what's going on, and the crinkled face, and just like, you know, you see the soul having left his body. I mean, it was. <laughs> was That's such a good comparison. But man. That's just, such a good comparison. Completely like, I, when you know, like, Pete Carroll's like the cool, funny, yeah. good, good, good dude, and that's kind of what Brett Brown is. But, but honestly, the Sixers. But need you know it. He's coach. like, I'm out of moves. You know, like. Yeah. <laughs> He's I been like dealt a bad card, but he's been dealt Bobby. a bad card to some degree. But a move like that, come on, you you have the defensive player of the year in some people's mind, and Embiid at least certain years, and you're you're playing a drop defense with him, like he's Ennis Cantor. Like, what are you doing? Well, who was on the who's on the color for the TNT broadcast? Were you guys watching? Yeah, it was uh, uh, Van Gundy. Oh, yes, Van Gundy. My God, how many times did he talk about Ben Simmons as a defensive player and if he was there, it would change the complexion and he'd be on Tatum? No right. doubt it would make a difference, but Tybal was put in there just to check Tatum theoretically, and he's a pretty good defensive player. We know Simmons is elite, but, like, my goodness gracious, like, you know, is, is it that – I mean, I don't think anybody was checking Tatum on this night. Like, I, I, I'm sorry. He's – again, it's amazing. We talk about, like, the levels that people are hitting – he just hit – he's he's hit, like, three different levels this season, you know? Like, and we were worried about him because we're idiots for, like, 10 seconds at the beginning of the restart, and, like, he didn't look right and this and that. This is friggin' unconscious. He's right back to where he was when he was putting up 30s yeah. and 40s. He can't miss. It's the whole thing. It's floaters. It's drives. The step backs, he, like, knows he's got it already. I mean, he's just – I mean – He's just dropping them in people's face right now. This is a, and this is, I mean, this is what happened. This was the game. You put Tatum out there with that second unit, and it was Tatum and the Scrubs just yeah. annihilated Philly in them in that second and third quarter there. Yeah, you know what else, John? He's got that elite player swag. As oh, totally. Yeah. He's screaming from the bench. He's yeah. cheering his guys on. The Celtics are padding on. What was it? A twenty-five point lead at that point, and he's still going as if the game is tied. Like that's the sort of leadership that you're seeing out of Jason Tatum on and off the court. Of course, we've talked about his passing as well and how he's been getting guys involved. But again, like when he's in his zone like that, and now he's looking even more comfortable than ever. You're seeing the sights of how a superstar or how a top five player uh, handles himself throughout the postseason. That's what we saw in game two. So let me ask you guys this, because this I was having this text exchange with somebody during the game. Now, if you go through and you had every you know publication out there that covers the NBA uh, spit out their top player lists, every single one of them is going to have Embiid in the top 10, okay, and Tatum mm -hmm. somewhere else in the 20s or wherever. Are, are you telling me right you now? You think so? Well, they do. I Most think of top 15 right yeah, now. Still, now he is. But if you ask every single GM – in the sure. league, who do you want right now, Tatum or, or, or Embiid? Is there a single person that takes Embiid? No. Probably. No. You know what? No, Brian. You know what? A couple of guys in love with a seven-footer. 
And it's, like, this isn't a homerism. It's it's an athletic wing who can make shots from everywhere, and that also plays defense. It's just a bigger commodity than a big doofus who, like, get, you know, gets winded and gets. <laughs> it's out of so play. hard because. We say with Tatum, he's got the best cast around him. He's got the best coaching. And Embiid is the complete opposite. Playing with another Tatum star who's been more. Wanamaker Langford, okay, tonight. Cantor. That's the supporting cast that we're going to put out there for him. He yeah. dominated Philly with. Four of the scrubbiest guys we could possibly throw, you know, possibly throw out. It's close between those two. Don't pretend yeah, it well, isn't. Let's just put it, let's put the situation let, let me, let's put it this way, which is I think this is a good, good, great point, uh, John. Which I think is a big difference between these two players. What if you were to take out Joel Embiid and put Anthony Davis? Do you see the same results, Bobby? Ooh, that's I mean, they're not a playoff team. He's more assertive, right? I mean, that's the kind of player I think the, the Sixers need. Sure, Embiid has the outside touch. Sure, he's aggressive in the paint. So is Anthony Davis. He can do a little bit of both. But Anthony Davis just has more of a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. He has more of a well, Anthony Davis for a better player. He's a better player overall. I mean, there's that's there's true. not much. Right, right? The talent. We're going right. off the rails here. We're going off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> I like this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to me. So, I, I see Davis being in that top five range. I'd put Embiid and Tatum probably somewhere between you know nine and fourteen right now, and it's close between the two. And if, if I'm just highlighting those two individually as players, let's not pretend we're talking about two games in Embiid's career. He has consistently been a Defensive Player of the Year candidate, he one of the more be. dominant no post up players. He's, he's, top top 10. 10. he's top ten, right? And I, let's I not forget. Let's not forget, with the right team last year, they were finals bound, if not for a couple of Kawhi Leonard bounces. They're terrible, Bobby. What have you done for me lately? No, I'm just they're kidding. Not, they're of not course. a good team. They're yeah. not a good team. And Bede's not a leader, at least not yet in his career. And I think Brett Brown's probably a great guy, but he's not the coach for this team. They need a coach that is way more, you know, going to discipline these players. It's it's generally a young team. There's not a bunch of you – know, Al Horford's a veteran, but there's not. A, it's not a veteran set, you know, heavy team. They need a coach that's going to come that's in one and thing, whip them. Yeah. That's one thing get you can't in, argue. He's adversity yeah, they, strikes and he's get done. Get in shape, you know, like yeah. like get 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 their heads in the game. Get them to want to, you know, work hard, practice hard, focus on basketball. Right now, it's like they're just relying on their talent, but the work ethic doesn't seem to be there, and it doesn't seem that they like to play together. Like they're not, right. they're not like the Celtics yeah. like to play together. They feed off each other. They. You know, it looks like they like each other off the court. I don't get that vibe with the Sixers team. And that's why I think, like, something needs to happen. But Embiid, just based on his talent, this guy's an absolute stud. He just needs to, he just needs the right people yeah. to, like, focus him on his on his career only. And ultimately, they have to pick between one of the two. It's now or never. you got to maximize on one of their values. You probably get more for Simmons, but I'm moving Embiid just because Simmons is the better player to me at this point. That's more so, such a you know, more overall impact on both ends of the floor. Bobby's I don't think so. I don't think so. I actually keeping the seventh footer who can score from all over. It's a perimeter league. It's a perimeter league. I actually, I actually agree. I'd rather have Simmons ability to distribute the ball to a bunch of shooters and his ability to play defense, play, play a four in some lineups and off the ball. I, 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 I think there's more you can do with him. I think Embiid, is great for what he is, but it's just the league isn't going in this direction. And to the point you made earlier, John, he he did what hold Tatum to thirty. Big guys, 
Who needs big guys? Dude, he's a big guy who can shoot three pointers. Uh, I mean, that's exactly. I, I, I what want doing. I want Embiid to shoot as many threes as he wants if I'm defending him. That's that's sure. what you want Embiid right. to do. Right, but he can. But I mean, you've seen Embiid play in person. When this guy is on, he's as dominant as it can be, as dominant a player as you can have in the league. It's just that he can't keep. He doesn't put it all together for a full game. Uh, okay, look, again, I, I don't disagree with a lot of this, but look, look where we are, okay? Like, where we're talking about, like, the Sixers have been, like, kneecapped by the by missing one player. At the end of the day, you have the Celtics without uh, Hayward, the Sixers without Simmons. These two teams look like they didn't belong on the court with one another. So we can't yeah. put it all on just <laughs> – Isn't that know. something? Like, it really did look like a train running it, through it, at certain points when Tatum was, was just – Discarding Richardson, throwing away thigh ball, like it's just ooh, it was domination. It, it, it looked like a <laughs> it looked like a one eight matchup, you know, like it looked. And again, right. obviously, it can swing. But I mean, I thought game one probably if the Celtics had done a few things differently, could have easily been a double digit game too. They just didn't finish there. They had a million chances to put yep. them away, and they just kind of let them linger. I, you know, this was ridiculous. Let me let me put it this way: the 76ers come into this series saying, "Wow, Ennis Cantor's a bad matchup for us." And when you come into a series saying that, it is over. <laughs> you're gonna give Cantor. You're gonna give Cantor a plus 24 stretch in the second quarter. I mean, even I mean, you guys love him. I I have respect for him and everything he does out there, but I know his limitations. And he he's was been phenomenal. Yeah. He was, he's, they, they had they couldn't control him on the boards. And you know, I was out game one. That offensive rebound over Embiid and the kick out to Brownlee in that game that can't happen if you're Philly and you have all that size. And those that that bench and that this is the guys who were these are the guys who were in there with Tatum. It was Cantor, a plus twenty four in twenty two minutes, uh, four of seven field goals, nine rebounds. Okay, four offensive. You had Wanamaker in there. Wanamaker was unreal. You know, again, only only seven points, plus twenty eight. Langford plays twenty three minutes in that second unit, goes plus twenty six. Okay, he knocks down a three, which we like to see. Still looks a little goofy and lost at times. He had one drive late in the game where he threw it off the other side of the backboard from the, you know, but it, it's still the minutes and the defense that he played. He had a tremendous stretch defensively in there. Those guys just blew the game open. It was unbelievable. I would would we ever have guessed for as much as we were killing the bench that this would be the story that Celtics bench dominates Sixers, especially yeah, after said, losing Hayward. And you've played when you have smart in the starting lineup. Smart on the starting lineup. And that yeah. unit, it, it, I mean, who saw that? Who, who, Those who guys, that? especially. Yeah. Never in a million Just years. Way, I mean, Just way, what did you, I mean, let's hear from you on that. Cause that was unbelievable. 15, 16 points for the second unit top yeah. because we saw that Marcus Smart was going to start. Right. And I like the uh, approach and putting Tatum with those, with those guys. But it wasn't just about Tatum, though. Obviously, he does draw a lot on the offensive end from, from Philly. But it was the other guys, like you just mentioned. It was Brad Wanamaker, you know, making his presence felt on both ends. You know, it was the overall uh, defense of that team. It was the, the, uh, that, that lineup. It was a Tatum, uh, Tatum, Wanamaker, Grant Williams, Cantor, and Langford. I mean, they really held things down in that first half. And, uh, and, and of course, Celtics pulled ahead. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, I've been – I, you know, I, I tweeted it like I, I've been saying like the thing that's going to come back to bite the Celtics is their bench, their lack of depth. Like, they don't have enough guys to go 10 deep and feel comfortable. But clearly, like tonight, a night like tonight, like I feel like I was completely wrong. I mean, it, let's, it let's not get twisted. I mean, Tatum was Tatum was the reason it all worked. But you just need a bench to be capable. And that bench, the bench that was out there tonight, those players were completely capable of. Letting Tatum, you know, carry the load on offense, but being serviceable around him, 
doing what they needed to do to maintain the lead, extend the lead. That's all you need from them. They still, the Celtics still have enough scores, Kemba, Jalen, Jason, to take on that offensive load. They just need guys to kind of sub in, sub out, you know, stop, you know, just, just do what you got to do to just keep that lead. And that's yeah. what they did. That's all they need to do. And like Grant Williams, but they were buzzing to him tonight. They were buzzing. Philly yeah, they, defensively, they were defensively, that unit was terrific. And again, Cantor really held his own, but all yeah, of those guys. Stud. Cantor, every time Cantor does something well, I'm just like, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. <laughs> hey, and it's matchups. It's matchups, matchups, matchups. And Brad was so right about it. How many guys have we gotten down on, like a Grant, as they went into some of those bigger matchups in the regular season? And we, we thought about it a little bit going into this. If Al was playing with Embiid, that would be a chance for Grant. And Grant comes in, chases Horford during those Horford center minutes, does well, especially in game one. And then tonight, hitting two threes. That's something yeah. that, that's what we didn't expect. A couple dumb, undisciplined fouls, you know, on yeah. the three pointer there and another one just away from the basket. All in all, a positive, though. But all in all, a positive, right? And uh, Cantor, Cantor and Tatum plus eight this year. Like, that's a good duo there. Jimmy, what do you got? Player A, three points, one rebound. Player B, Four points, one rebound. Who are the two players? Al Horford. Horford is B. Horford is B. Taco Fall is A. Taco Fall is A. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's talk about I mean, our man. Let's talk about our man, Al. I hate I, to do it, but let's talk about, about Taco. I was gonna say no, nah, don't do it. No, this is baffling to me. Okay, now we've got ten points combined, minus twenty nine in games one and two. Okay, for uh, for Al, uh, this is a guy. This, I mean, for the contract that he signed. And the reaction both in Philly and Boston when that was signed, this was a game changer theoretically. This is yeah. a person who not only was an Embiid stopper, but at times would switch over and guard LeBron James. You know, that was one of the things. He's a switchable big. I mean, I'm not saying he guarded him well, but this, <laughs> this was a switchable big who, you know, could do Switch a lot of different floor, things, yeah. extend out to the three-point line, make it difficult. And, and, and he – he can't crack a starting lineup on a team that's without one of its best players right now. And when he's in, everything goes south. It doesn't matter at this point which unit he's playing with or which people are on the floor. It's not working at all. I mean, he's he's a shell he's, of what we saw. And again, I, Bobby, I don't know how much you think is situational with him versus just simply there's a cliff. Sometimes people go off it. It's possible Al was right at that cliff last year. We didn't know it, and then boom, fell off. But I would have never guessed he'd be this inconsequential, which is probably the worst thing you could say about somebody. They just don't. They just don't matter. You don't matter. <laughs> you know, there's no way to. Literally, it doesn't no matter. matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> You know what's funny, too? In game one, he was getting abused by Smart on those doubles, and it felt like, you know, we were like, oh, is he going to share any of those Celtics secrets with them? It felt like the Celtics knew exactly what he was doing and going after him and derailing it. He had one good stretch in that game one, posting up, passing out of that, but then they move into the bench in this one, and this is my thing about Philly, too. Like I said, they stink. Who's he dishing it to? Korkmaz can't play because Tatum would throw him into the video board on the drives. You know, Thibault is what he is. Good pick, good defender, but not ready for this level of play. And like, I just don't know what else they have. Meanwhile, you have guys around the league, and I've said this a million times, Lawu with the Nets, about 34 points in two playoff games for them. Fultz thriving with Orlando, leading them to a win over the Bucs. Um, who else? Trey Burke thriving in Dallas. So many players have come and gone and improved after leaving Jimmy Philadelphia. Butler. 
Yeah, Butler's living his best life in Miami, and that's why Philly is where they are today. Yeah, mm-hmm. I keep singing that song from the commercial, the Hall and Oates with the Jimmy Butler commercial. I love it. Oh, yeah. Uh, it raises his stock for me to several points. Who made a better decision than him this summer? Oh, my God, you know? He saw what was – dude, he, he, you know, take it from a guy who was in that locker room, man. He was like, nope, I'm good. I'm going to go somewhere else and try to win. Cause he was right about here. Minnesota, and he was right about Philly. And now well, – nobody you know, knows. How is putting him in the second unit going to solve anything? Like, who is – like you said, to your point, Bobby, like, who is going to help him in terms of getting the ball or moving the ball around and, and, and setting up guys? Like, I, I – thought him in the starting lineup was better for Philly, especially in game one. You you saw them utilize him the way they should be using him in those in that first quarter and they shot away from it. But I just don't get the idea of him coming off the bench. How is that going to help you? Like how is moving him to the bench where he's back to the five, where he likes to be he's comfortable in the four. In my opinion, with that starting five, with Philly starting five, he looks way better and he's much more productive with those guys. Well, I think the idea, Josue, was obviously you wanted to get Tybal out there on uh, Tatum. On Tatum, yeah. For sure. But also knowing that Stevens would probably go with Smart, it was almost just a preemptive move because already you had a problem where he's trying to check Jalen or Hayward or somebody who's way too quick for him uh, in that in the first game. So that wasn't going to fly. Now you're going to get even smaller and quicker, theoretically, you know, when the Celtics are going to insert that lineup. So you know, you almost had to at this point. You know, it, again, had 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 Brad gone with somebody like a Grant, you know, there, uh, you know, in that in that starting lineup, it might have been a different story. But yeah, I don't know. Do. I, Maybe, yeah. but at this point, man, you need all the offense you can get. You have to find a way to get him going. Tobias Harris is not looking like the Clippers version of himself. That's that a guy you got to talk about. Yeah, but he, he doesn't look at all like somebody you'd be worried about. But Jimmy, did you have something on Al? You were about to get in there real quick before we move on. No, no, I mean, I already, I did my thing. Yeah. I compared him to Tiger. I mean, I, it's a, <laughs> that's, that's, that's all I got. That's the only card man, I had to play. It's, it's a young man's game, and he looks like an old man out there. It's too old fast. Legs. Old it's legs, too, man. It's too fast for him. Right now, what's going on with the Celtics? They're just buzzing, and you're right. It yeah, exactly. Like old man pickup ball. You buy playing with the 25-year-olds, and you're like, holy shit. You know, <laughs> like they're not just they're not just going to post up and he, he their hands stuff, are so fast. Yeah. You know, they're just, they right. just keep swatting at me. I mean, Max didn't, didn't like nail it when you talked about uh, how your legs go first and you're yeah. out there using your arms more often. That's how yeah. right. like, he's trying to stay with Jalen Brown. He's falling him with he's his in arms. cement out there. He's he is. It's like there, it's like Zidane Chara, you know, like he's got the long stick. He's like seven strides behind and he's just like holding that out. You know, that's up. <laughs> You gotta give him a stick. <laughs> oh, geez, that's man. what he needs. But you're right. Harris is another one there. We can talk about that a little bit. Uh, he doesn't look like some like he looks like he can get Dude, his he's points. He's so forgettable. But he's so right. Is it, are, are you are you game planning for Tobias Harris? This is supposed to be, you know, this. Oh my God, Philly's starting five is so deadly, you know. And it's just like he's fine, you know. Like I don't know, you know. I'm right. sure like, he has his games, but you're right. Through games one and two, Bobby, he doesn't look like a guy you're super concerned with. Yeah, and we can imagine how this would have gone with Simmons. You you kind of laughed off the Tatum thing, but they do miss him on Tatum when you see the guys they're throwing out there guarding him. I'm Not laughed off. He just made a huge deal about it for like literally It was 38% during the year. That's that's something when you see what he's doing now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, can Harris get him? I didn't see him guarding Tatum at all during this. Like no. it feels like He doesn't play defense. 
Yeah, so it's like, what did you invest in him for? And he was a guy I loved in Orlando, Detroit, those situations. He was cheaper there. But here, every game so flat from him. He hits a few mid-rangers. He gets a few shots to go in transition. His three-pointers, when he's wide open, are way off. And again, it's like he's just out there going with the flow and there's not much rhyme or reason for his role in the offense or defense. This is... This is an unmitigated disaster there. I don't have any. Uh, That's the one you keep, John? That's the one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you like that one? Yeah. I don't I don't know how they're going to work out of this there. Uh, no. I heard wax dogs, but that, geez, that's a new one. <laughs> I liked it. Uh I, I, and right, this is this is exactly what it is. Everybody's poor play plays into everybody else. It's a mismatch. The coaching isn't solving anything. The GM barely made any adjustments during the year. You got Alex Burks, who's okay. Glenn Robinson can't even play in the series. It's it's bad. It's it's very very bad, as Stephen A. would say. <laughs> very, very bad. <laughs> Stephen A is going to kill the Sixers. Oh. <laughs> I, wish, uh, and I wish I was on the couch right now watching Charles Barkley uh, oh. go in on them because <laughs> they've, oh. Lord knows they've gone in on Embiid before and he has not stepped right. up much. I'm going to put my Felger hat on. Okay, ready? Okay. I'm going I'm, I'm to put on my, bo- I'm putting on my Boston Talk radio hat on. Uh, Let's hear it. Why was it? What worked without Hayward tonight? The other team? Yeah, the other That's team. It? Lack yeah. of effort and domination from Jason Tatum. I mean. Listen, so here's my thing on Hayward. I haven't gotten to talk about his loss yet, and it's massive. I'm not going to be dancing on his absence here just because of a blowout win. You're not going to get this effort from the bench every single night, which is what spurred a victory this massive. Replace a ton of his scoring, facilitation, all that. Mm-hmm. Once again in the Toronto series coming up, they're going to feel that in a big way. The wing matchups, defense, offense, the hand that we saw them have over Toronto in that last game, a lot of that was Hayward. And this is uh, the leg up. If you're looking around the league right now, seeing the Bucks lose and the Lakers lose and this wide open gap at the top, what the Celtics had on the other elite teams in the league was that Hayward at the fourth. That's spot. my that's my thought, Jimmy, as well. And I want to hear what you guys think. I think the problem here is that you have enough juice to get past the Sixers here. And even without, you're right, a bench performance like this, they're going to go out and they're going to be brutal next game and we're going to be crapping right. all over them, you know. So you're right. <laughs> I mean, because we've seen it, you know, this is, you go out, you golf, you shoot a 74, but every other day you shoot a 95, you're a 95 golfer. We know what this bench is, you know, like they're not, you know, this isn't a two handicap bench. They are limited. So you're not going to get this, but you'll get past the Sixers, but your ceiling is capped possibly because of Mm -hmm. Hayward. And that's the bummer. That's what's so deflating about it is, you know, how bad you need them in a Toronto series. You know, when you get into that next level, you're not going to get past those teams because that is as Bobby said your edge but uh, Jimmy no I mean I agree completely I mean I, I think that what Hayward gives you and don't forget when you when Hayward's out that means Marcus Smart's your starter so your bench is that much more weaker now Marcus Smart offensively struggles against tonight I mean one percent yeah. from three probably He's the worst probably the worst stat of the night that you, you know if you want to be a downer you can talk about Marcus Smart's outside shooting trouble I think, yeah I think Greeny said he was thirty three percent from three coming into here in the bubble. But that's a yeah. fair thing. That's a fair thing, Jimmy. Though because 
But, Jimmy, if you look at it, it balances out because you're right. You expect more from Smart. He has been a little offensively deficient in the bubble and hasn't right. found it. But you're right. He's been he's played better as a starter. His scoring average is up when he's a starter. He needs to get back to that 14, 15 point per game level because he has to, you got to find those points somewhere. Uh, right. But but you're right. You you need you need more out of him. Yeah, so you get more out of him theoretically at some point, you know, the, the later you go. And it, it, he his offense has historically come after his defense, right? I mean, he gets himself going. I am not I'm not worried about Marcus Smart. I think that he's going to there's going to be a game where he's, you know, winning plays Marcus, right? Or he's, the, you know, maybe not the most important guy out there on the court because I'm still going to assume Tatum or Brown or Kemba. But Smart's going to be, you know, 1A out there. So it hasn't happened yet, but it will. But it just goes when you don't have Hayward and now he's the starter, your bench is that much weaker. And Toronto's, listen, Toronto's the defending champs. You know, they're not the Sixers. They're nothing close. They know what they're it is They're a problem. Win. They've won they're, like 35 out of 40 games. Actually. 25 I, heard out of 30. That. Yeah. I heard that. Stat 35 too. out of 40. 35 right. out of 40 games. And yes, the Celtics beat them in the, in a, in the, in a really impressive game, you know, there, but that's a, With that's not. People forget how hot they were before the stoppage. Oh my goodness. You know, like yeah. I said, they were the hot pick coming in like this Here team. Too. You know, uh, some people a, were yeah putting them ahead a, of Milwaukee. Right, they had a stinker yeah. today and worked through it well. Van Fleet's been on fire. Siakam's the interesting one. Flat offense in this bubble. Great defense, <laughs> and I, I I see the comment there. What is the, that? They, oh. <laughs> that comment. I mean, the Celtics' length has that been a problem for? Well, you know, I mean, you've got like the wings, and you know, they're you know, you it's something there, but certainly it's not Tatum, their height. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. the, the Tatum thing's interesting because this guy is playing through the roof. I saw Goodman tweet. He's a top 10 player right now. I, I need a little bit more to get there, but he's right there. He's, he's right, right there. there. He, he is. I mean, he is. This is how he was playing. This is how he was playing before the stoppage. This is the so same he, Tatum. He's head and shoulders above Siakam right now. And when you compare your two best players and there's a gap that big between them right now, that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, is yeah. Jalen Brown, right? Like, where does he fit in here? You know, again, right when I when the news came out that you know Hayward was down, and I we were talking about how he's gonna probably miss the next round or two. I'm thinking those points and that sort of production, you have to put the majority of that on this on some of these starters because you just they're just more reliable at this point. Let's face it, when when Jalen Brown is clocking in over 40 minutes and when there's a tie game between the Celtics and Raptors, you're not gonna hope that Marcus Smart is gonna get going or. That you know, Brad Wanamaker going to come off the bench and all of a sudden become a nine to fifth of twelve point score. Like this is when the other guys are going to step up. Kemba Walker is obviously one of those guys as well. As banged up as he is, though, I think this is a great series for him to, of course, get his momentum going, which we're seeing throughout the first two games. But he's not killing himself, right? He's not clocking in forty minutes in those four, in those fourth quarters. You know, he's resting. He's uh, continued to show progress. Obviously, he looks happier than we've ever seen him. So that's a good sign. Like I just think a lot of that production that we're going to miss from Hayward. You have to realistically look at guys like Jalen Brown and and Kemba and say, okay, how much of the load are you guys going to pick up? And then let's see where the pieces fall after those two guys. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to have to play a lot more against Toronto than they did tonight. I mean, they got lucky exactly. tonight. I mean, right. I mean, when you look at the minutes, I mean, the, the high for minutes was 31 from Tatum. I mean, that's unbelievable in a, in a playoff game, you know, if you can get low 30s for your stars. So, I mean – you got 23 minutes from Langford, Wanamaker, and Cantor, essentially, and, and Grant Williams all played in the low 20s. So, I mean, that's serious minutes for your bench. We're most likely not going to see that, you know, 
against the Raptors. Uh, well, you're right, but it's formula to beat the Raptors. What we saw tonight. Let's be realistic, guys. You know, and Jalen Brown, what twenty points? It took him thirteen shots to get there. I mean, when you have an option like that who's shooting fifty percent or close to it, shot or looks to it from behind the arc. I mean, that's what it makes him great. So Productive. Yeah, he's, he's on. He's, he's awesome. Oh, and and the thing we have to keep thinking about is right. You lose the points with Hayward. You lose second unit offense. You lose a guy who can control the ball and you can run the offense through him at times. It's a huge loss. But you know, with the second unit there, what you got uh, was phenomenal defense. You know, and that's that was really the key to the whole thing. There, it's you, if you if you play that unit with Tatum you feel like you could get by, you know, I, 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 I'm kind of curious to see if it works more than once or if this was really a flash in the pan sort of thing, because it is interesting. It was Romeo Langford had a game high defensive rating tonight for players in double digit minutes. You know I mean? It's, it's, it's reasonable. The defense, to, the defense isn't going to, shouldn't change. Right. Gordon Hayward doesn't change, you know, nothing yeah. doesn't change. Defense. It's offensive because, that's but like Joe's play said, the starters pick it up. You get you you, you juice their minutes sure. a tad, and you need more from Jalen. You need more from all of these guys. But yeah, they pick it up. But I mean, when you have a guy like Hayward, I mean, he's you know much more efficient shooter from the outside. So if you're driving to the hole and you can dish it out, and Hayward's sitting there, that's a guy you want to see shooting the ball. Not so much a Shemi or a Wanamaker or a Langford or those guys. No, no offense, Grant Williams, exactly. those guys. Like, that, that's yeah. when it's going to hurt you. And we didn't see it. It, it, it didn't happen tonight, but it's going to happen in some way. Yeah. And I thought that might happen with smart too. I thought they might leave him on that Island and have him shooting a ton. And their defense, the defense is so bad that like everybody was just getting open lanes to the rim and everything else. That's, you know, the reason before even Simmons got hurt that I wanted Philly round one was to get the team going, challenge, motivated, all that stuff. And now this has turned into that Indiana style walk through blowout series and you know it's not like toronto's meeting the biggest buzzsaw either in first in the first round the good thing is if both teams end up sweeping or going through these series in five they'll actually start that series right away while the first round's going on so that should help too um but there isn't the resistance here the challenge on the defense that or uh, you know on the offense defensively that i thought the celtics would get here they're also out coaching the hell out of the Sixers too. Yep. I mean, and, Brad and Stevens he, versus Brett Brown yeah. is just like so, a, an onslaught. Embiid was talking about it uh, in a in the press game, saying something's got to change. They want they want me staying under the basket and protecting the rim, but basically the Celtics are getting what they want way too easily. So already a little bit of a criticism there. Um, he's not even under the basket. He's like in the middle of the freaking. Yeah. He's, he's like a standing there. You have yeah. a defensive player, you know, not this year, but a defensive player of the year level player just standing there on so many possessions defensively. Remember when we thought this team could be like an all timer? I heard Kevin O'Connor and others saying this before the season. They stink on defense. They're bad. Like, I. <laughs> yeah, and this is it too. Let me slam them one more time before we get on to some other stuff. The Celtics had what two turnovers? What what does that say about a defense? I think they had a third, but yeah, you're <laughs> that's, right. That's that's unreal. Like that that doesn't happen. It's six in the end, but after three quarters, they had right. Two. It was two that Romeo. Yeah, right. As soon as they announced it, they got a whole bunch right after that. But it was all garbage that means time. They're not playing defense. They Any had two turnovers until late into the game. There, Bobby. They yes. played twenty-seven straight minutes without a turnover. Yeah, it's. You know, you know what's crazy though? Philly only had when I looked at that box score, and the Celtics had 
two. Philly had six. They finished with nine. It was actually a pretty clean game. So, so that was strange. There weren't many turnovers on, on either side. Yeah, there's some blocks and stuff, but like that, you know, it's so funny. We thought, I think Philly offensively challenged. That's going to be their problem here: the lack of three-point shooting, all that. But they can't defend any of the Celtics' weapons. They have, they have no yes, answer. All defense. In fact, I I thought they had a decent offensive game in Game One. Today, a little rougher because it all went off the rails after the second quarter. Um, but again, decent game from Embiid. He has 34. Uh, they can get some shooting from Richardson. I thought he was good. Shake Milton, some shooting. Offense is not their problem, especially when Thibault and Burks are going. This team needs to clean up on defense, and maybe Embiid getting out of the post will help that. This is once again why I never liked the idea of uh, bigs being uh, defensive players of the year. I, I get it. It's good to re- protect the rim, but most of the action's happening away from there. So, like, you know, right. I don't give a – you're playing Rudy Gobert off the floor some games. I don't want to hear that he's a defensive player of the year, okay? Like, I get it. It's right. important. It's, it's one stat. It's like sacks, you know, like, okay, it's great, sure. but there's so much else that goes on too. You know, Speaking give, of me the cor- give me the cornerback. Give me the guy who runs around and chases people all freaking game or the wing that can defend four positions. That's who the de- best defensive players are. And Philly doesn't have those guys right now to be able to chase Boston's wings. Um, let's Before we wrap, anything happen here in game three that makes you think that this series could possibly shift back um, in, in Philly's favor? I mean, I don't know if it's just – roll it back out there and see what happens if they have to make massive adjustments. I don't even know what adjustments they could make. Jimmy, what do you think? Well, you know, Philly's got the home crowd coming in now. So <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. The, the, the virtual fans will be loud and proud if they decide to show up. I don't, I don't know. The Philly fans have probably given up on this team too, as they should. There's nothing really that I'm the Celtic. If I'm the Celtics or a Celtics fan, I'm like, Oh, watch out for this, this or this. But I mean, we talked about it, you know, the bench played about as good as the bench could play for the Celtics, you know, a man down essentially with Marcus Smart using his starting rotation. So if the Sixers don't make any changes, then Brett Brown's just begging to be fired. So, I mean, I expect something to change on, on the defensive end. I expect Embiid to be a little bit more active defensively, but you can just, you can just deflate that Sixers team so easily that if the Celtics get out to a little bit of a lead in the first half, like I just don't see them fighting back. I just don't see Mm -hmm. that in their DNA. So I'm not really concerned about much. There's plenty of offensive adjustments they can make. I like Mike Scott. I feel like he's played a light amount in this series, especially six minutes here. Um, NATO had a good stretch in that second quarter, or first quarter rather, on offense. Uh, I think of a Korkmaz. I want to see a little more of him because he can hit those threes. But again, he'll get destroyed defensively. I think so much of what Brown was trying to do today was to seal up the defense, especially with Horford, and none of it worked. I don't think any of those bench options help you much defensively. They are so screwed. And, you know, I I said Celtics in four before this. I think it's going to go that way. I think you're going to change it. I was going to be like, Bobby, they can't do it in three. But, yeah, I I think (laughs) if you look at, like, both sides. They might. On the defensive end for Philly, the only difference I see them doing is some sort of uh, clamp on on Jason Tatum, the best that they can think of, the best that – Brett Brown can think of. And if the Celtics have a lead by halftime, this thing is done. You know, it's almost equivalent to a team that's like up against the ropes down 3-0. The only difference is you get to go home and see your friends and family that you haven't seen in months. If the Celtics have a lead by halftime, this thing is over. They'll be ready to pack their bags and they'll they'll be out by Sunday. That is an interesting take, too, because you're like, get me out of this freaking miserable place and just hold it. You don't want to Honestly, though? Is it that miserable? Like, I no, keep thinking, like, how sweet it would be to be in a 
safe bubble right now, yeah. like in, yeah, in I mean, Florida, but you're whatever. You're there and you get things whenever you want them. I think the bubble is pretty annoying by this point. If if you're losing three games to zero in the best yeah. sense. Sure. So I, I, and I strategically, I think I agree with you, Josue. At the end of the day, I, you know, I would just say I'm going to try this. I'm going to throw everything I've got at Tatum and let's make somebody else beat me at this point. Exactly. You know, So I would trap, I would overextend, I'd do anything you could possibly do just to make it harder for him to get what he wants and get his, you know, but I don't know. I mean, I don't, I think I don't Jalen know. Jalen Brown just will kill you. Like they have Maybe. killers. I think Maybe. that's what he wants to happen because he's thinking, he's looking at the first two games and looking at Tatum flirting with 20 points in both, in both games. So they yeah. have to do something to prevent that. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, so I what think, about hey? What about the Bucks losing? Is there something to worry about there? Glad you brought the that up. Oh, yeah. Um, Interesting. Is that I'm just not, a anomaly? I'm, I'm or? I mean, the Nets Bucks were, really Bucks were mediocre in the bubble, but nothing mattered, so it was hard to kind of guess. But then you're right. Yeah, you, that, that looks like a, ba- a backdoor four-one kind of series. The yeah. Magic are pretty depleted. It does raise some alarms about that potential second round with Miami, though. And Miami looked great game one against Indiana. They have amazing defensive tools. That was why we said coming into this, the Celtics got a good path, and Milwaukee is going to have to fight to get to that Eastern Conference Miami Finals. Miami is scary. Miami yeah, I mean Miami's that team that will talk up because it's like unknown. I, I mean, they they can present They're some deep. problems. Yeah. But they are. Deep, they you're right. Switch. With this bench, the Celtic with Romeo and Wanamaker playing this way, I'm not worried. <laughs> oh man, he's gonna be talking smack the whole time. Oh, it's worried. a Jay you know Crowder what? team. It's a Jay Crowder team. I do. I do one before we wrap it up. Yeah, I do one before we wrap. Don't don't. I can't Jay Crowder. Don't right trade now. him. Don't trade him. I can't, I can't Jay Crowder right now. Full strength. So. I want to pour one out for Rob Williams and everybody who was really oh, excited yeah. about him. We we should hit on that for a minute because that poor guy. We had such high hopes for him, and he's he's supplanted Cantor in the rotation. Yeah, just. Oh poor. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. He'll be back. He'll be the back. The best way to handle this is. You need to get Bobby. Get a Robert Williams jersey. Got to take down the owl. Put that one in the back, man. That's yeah. that's the move. All right. Bob, I'll get, I'll get right to it. No, Bobby wears a Cantor jersey for the rest of the playoffs. Okay, that's that's we <laughs> yeah, all ship in. Why not? We, one we of those Irving, in. one of those Irving ones with the eleven. Uh, right, with the duct tape. <laughs> Either that or wrapped in a Turkish flag for the rest of the for the rest of the series. But <laughs> I I feel bad for Rob because it looked like he was getting it, and I don't know what this does. We lost Joe Sway. Oh, see you, dude. Right time. <laughs> when I see him again, I'll put him back up. I think he was trying to fix something, but um, yeah. game one bad from Rob. Bad, I do. I, they, 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 he had such a short leash. They didn't like what they saw in game one, and he completely fell out of the rotation. Hard to argue with it after what you saw from that second unit with Cantor out there. So poor, poor guy. Yeah. It's so funny because like we hype we hype it up after like you know end of the regular season for them like. Finally, they got the young big that can come in, and this is just what they're missing. Boom, out of the rotation. So yep, please, and that's it. So, sorry, can't just the one. Just Sway's just gone. He's completely run away. Matt, Matt, my guess, oh, my guess is his computer powered down. So I think we should power down. We've gone on long okay. enough. Um, so game three, Friday, six thirty as well. We'll be back for post game. Celtics up two nothing. This was a laugher. Uh, uh, guys, final thoughts before we wrap it. You're bringing the hard hat out again. Uh, not in a loss, right? Oh, I won't bring it out after that. But I, I, don't, I don't expect it to be a loss. I mean, I'm expecting a sweep. I just think the Sixers are listless. That's the word I'm going to use. Like, they don't have any fight in them. They're, 
They're not here to make a playoff run. Sad they're Sixers. Not. They're just not. Yeah, they're not. I mean, when Simmons went down, I think they were just like, that's it. Like, Do I let him in? Do I let him in for final thoughts? I'll let him in let for him final in. thoughts. Let him in. Hey. Tell me he has hey, a my computer here. died. I'm on my phone. I hope, no audio. I hope and 76ers fans should hope that there isn't some revisionist history written about the season, that they were rolling, and then Simmons went down and it derailed them because this was a mess from day one there. Simmons yeah. did not help them much during the season. They were the sixth seed. They were going to be with, with or without him, and they need to blow this up in some way this summer. So Process is over. Process is over. Just yeah, final thoughts? Yeah, I mean – Oh, are we so? doing off-season talk, I guess, already? No, but I guess my final, thought is, final thoughts, final thoughts, and we're wrapping it up. Pretty much what I'm saying is, yeah, you're going to see what they try to do with, with Tatum. And, and, again, I just think of Tatum, if we see anything close to what we've seen in the first two games in that big uh, first half that he's been doing, I think, yeah, you're just going to see Philly just tap out at that point. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Ton of chatter in the comments. I love that. We'll get to more of those, and we'll answer yeah. questions. Appreciate Next it, guys. Next time you jump on, ask any questions. Uh, it's great having everybody on board. It's a lot of fun. We're only two games into it. Uh, hopefully, it's a nice long run. Uh, these guys will be here for all of it. Oh, for yeah. Bobby Manning, Josue Pavone, Jimmy Toscano, we'll see you guys next time.